0: Happy Friday, everybody. Welcome to the Vibe with Vic podcast. I'm your host, Vic, and welcome to the Friday vibe. Damn, y'all get me twice this week. And some of you are like, how did I get you twice this week? Well, I released a bonus episode yesterday on dating apps, Bum Hen 10, and it's driven towards anybody. So go listen. But today's a different vibe. It's the normal Friday vibe. And did you notice the new music in the front? I told you I had a vibe. Shout out to my friend Ken for making the beats for me. Greatly appreciated. Finally took the time to add it. So we're all happy. So um, anyways, before we start really getting into the episode, I wanted to have a, I have a, a note for you normally people say I have a couple of notes for you but no I received some amazing feedback and because I love y'all so much and I want to keep this vibe going I will now be placing timestamps in the description so you can fast forward and hear the things you lean into I'm excited I hope you are too and I love receiving feedback it just makes things better I mean, you can't be on here and uh, not be able to take some feedback, right? Anyways, let's move forward because we have a lot of things to go through. Now, last week in my shortest episode ever, I mentioned I was like, oh, next week I'm going to go through last episode and this episode. No, I'm not doing that. (laughs) I'm not. I'm going through this week's episode because, you know, Life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, I didn't have time. And that's just being honest. So let's move forward. The Good Vibes shout out goes to Nikki Martinez. She is a close friend and an amazing hairstylist who specializes in color. She always goes the extra mile to ensure your hair is healthy and that you look good for the streets. I mean, she even takes on new challenges, new hair challenges, I should say. I mean, how do I know? Because I sometimes give her a challenge or two. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I'm either basic with a simple relaxer or I take it to the max and I'm like, hey, can you play some extensions in my hair? But either way, I've watched her evolve into an amazing businesswoman who's built her business from the ground up. And I'm just so excited to see her and her business evolve more. Summertime is here, folks. So if you're looking to change your hair color or freshen up your look, book an appointment. You can find Nikki on IG, Instagram at hair by underscore N-I-K-K-I and click on the link to book an appointment. Again, if you have any recommendations for Black-owned businesses, small businesses, Diamond in the roughs from Minnesota, or if you have any suggestions or comments, you can follow me on IG at vibewithvicpod and slide into my DMs. All right, let's move forward. We have, let's just say it, there's a lot of shit that went down this week in the pop culture vibe. Okay? Um... One thing I will mention from last week, because I'm going to mention another comment, and I don't know why I'm starting off with this person, but I just feel the need to start off with this person. Pete Davidson decided that he is—he has said goodbye to SNL, and on top of that, he left his management company for Kris Jenner. I honestly don't know how I feel about that. Like, Actually, I do, and this is how I feel about it. I feel like... Kim does a really great job with her kids' business. I'm pretty sure she handles some of Scott's things, right? Because he's a part of the family. My thing is, do you let go of your management company this early into a relationship with somebody? I would say that I would have to be with somebody for a solid year. And at that point, I'm not even sure if I would put my book of business with my significant other's mom, who does an amazing job being a manager, I just don't think that I could do it. But Pete did it, and he's doing it now. And then speaking of Pete, Pete and Kim both now have blonde hair. I kind of find it amazing how his hair was blonde, and then it went brown. And then Kim went blonde, and now Pete's blonde. This cycle right now is just, uh, I don't know about that, guys. I just, I don't know. It's its weird. I mean, are you guys the type of couple, if you have a significant other, to match with them? Like, are we still doing white t-shirts with spray paint on them? like, <laughs> Or just matching outfits in general with your significant other? Maybe I'm jealous. Maybe I'll be that person one day. I'm sure I won't. <laughs> I'm sure I won't. All right, next up, um, Todd Crisley. Do you. Crisley knows best. You guys remember that show? Um, it repeats all the time on E. Well, uh, Todd's in. A, he's on a whole heap of trouble right now. And his trial is going on for. I don't. Is it. I. I don't even know what he's charged with I, I just know it's it's a lot of felonies and he's looking at prison time right I know that he has um, gotten a lot of loans and like a lot I think it's like over 30 million dollars right but none of this would have been exposed but Todd's lover came forth and said Todd is like fraudulent, forced him to do it, Fixed the books, all that jazz. I just want to know how many people are surprised that Todd has a lover. Not many. I mean, are we surprised that his wife's been a beard this whole time? I mean, we kind of were just like going along with it because he's sassy and he's funny and I don't know. But he ain't looking good right now. Todd is not look. it ain't looking good for him. These celebrities are just messing the fuck up with the legal fees, right? You got Jen Shaw, you got Louie, you got Erica, you got Todd. <laughs> There's a lot of shit going on out here. Did you guys think that nobody was going to figure it out? Come on now. Um, Moving forward. And this news is really, it's not popular news, because I feel like if you've been watching Team Mom or are familiar with it, high level, then you know who I'm going to talk about. And it's Brianna. Brianna DeJesus of Team Mom, like posted that she is pregnant with a girl, but we don't know who the baby daddy is nor do we really care. I just know that she's a miserable hoe. And if the baby daddy is Kale's fourth baby daddy of her two kids, then she's a foul hoe. A foul hoe, okay? And I just hope you guys understand that I am not a fan of her because she's just too messy for me. And to the point where it's like, you can't even tell when she smiles because she's always frowning cause she hates life, and she's messy um and I can't really believe that I actually mention Brianna before I mention Johnny Depp and Amber Heard It <laughs> has actually been like one of the hottest news things this whole week. I watched the verdict. Didn't watch any of the trial. Didn't even care much about the whole case, to be honest. But he won his case against Amber Heard, the defamation case. And a lot of the temp around the street, I should say, is that a lot of people, a lot of people just don't know what they feel about it, you know, because they still feel like there's some abuse that did go on. And this is just high level differently, but to say she did go on and testify and there's not a word that came out of her mouth from what I saw in the clips that I actually believed her. So I don't know, you guys. I honestly don't care. She doesn't have the money to pay um, back Johnny. She like loses her whole divorce settlement. And, like, girl, it ain't looking good for you. So we'll see how that one unfolds. Next up, Ramona Singer, Real Housewives of New York. She's so bright. She went on a live on Instagram and released Teresa, Judy Che, and Louie wedding invite. And where it showed like the date, the website, everything. (laughs) I think she did it on purpose, you guys. I think she did it on purpose, but we had a couple of sleuths out there and I appreciate so many people that do deep dives. Thank you so much for saving me the time. I don't even know how many times I slide into Bravo Count DMs or any of these other like Bravo, like celebrity sleuths that do the work and I tell them like, I appreciate you. Thank you so much. Right. Because somebody went actually in to the website and saw the whole list of guests. So the whole cast of New Jersey is invited to the wedding. You know what that means? Teresa was like, no, my wedding's not going to be um, filmed. You know why your wedding's being filmed? Because now your future husband, fiancé, I should say, I don't know why I say that sometimes don't have a job okay so you're carrying Louis on here his legal fees everything with your daughters the new house and your old house is still on the market the shit adds up y'all Teresa ain't looking like that bank account she has to be looking at it or her financial advisor is probably letting her know, like, girl, it's looking a little dry out here. So maybe you need to lean on Bravo to film your wedding so that you can save some money. I wouldn't be surprised. And I'm actually going to say I'm stamping that. If it comes out later, I'm going to come back on this podcast and be like, I told you so. I knew it. Um, Last but not least... For the pop culture vibe, we have Lisa Renna. You know, she's been going toe-to-toe with uh, Kathy Hilton. And she decided to go toe-to-toe with Kathy Hilton's assistant, who is a millennial. And we know how millennials roll. They don't give a fuck. Uh, The tank, the gas in their tank is, it's infinity. So, like, they love going toe-to-toe. So Renna released the assistant's number and then the assistant turned around and released Rena's number and then they both had to change each other's numbers and it's just a mess. And then Renna was lying. I mean, it's a mess and it's all catered around the whole speculation of what Kathy said, which I don't know if we'll ever figure it out. You know what I'm saying? So anyways, let's move forward from the pop culture vibe. We're going to move over to the show updates. So I don't know if I mentioned this before. If I did, I apologize. I'm going to say it again. Bachelors in Paradise will return July 2022, which is like in a couple of months. Okay, there you go. (laughs) I'm looking forward to Love Island coming back. I don't know if any of you watch it. I loved it the last season was pretty good um, so Netflix we're kind of gonna roll into a whole Netflix thing new episodes of all-american have been released if you've never seen that show it's super good um, it's a show about like high school football like it's a mess but I love it it's really good like teen dramas on Netflix really like warm my heart they just have a special place. <laughs> one day, maybe one day I'll do a bonus episode on all the teen shows that I love on Netflix. Maybe that was just an idea of speaking out loud. Um, I also heard that Stranger Things started up again. And I have a confession. I've never been able to get into it. <laughs> I know. I know. You want to stop being friends with me. You are going to stop following the vibe. I've dropped a notch on your cool meter. I understand. I just, will I try again? Maybe. Everybody says it's just so good. and (laughs) I'm just like, I don't know. I just don't know. So I don't know. Um, there's a couple of docs that I'm about to mention. The first doc is on Netflix and it's called Our Father. I did mention it before, but I actually have, have watched it. And it's basically about the infertility doctor who has like 60 plus children out there because he used his own sperm. It's a lot of things that go along with it. It's really good. I think one of the things I love about different networks or streaming services that pick up national sca- nationally known scandals, they place their perspective on it. And I will have to say Netflix did a good job. And they're always competing against Hulu. And since Hulu's been just spitting out these, like, <laughs> made-for-TV movies, and I know some of you actually remember those type of things back in the day when they would come on, like, NBC or... <laughs> CBS, like, those were the jam back in the day. Patty Duke, don't. I loved Patty Duke. I'll mention it again. Um, Speaking of docs, uh, CNN is coming through this Sunday with a doc about the Watergate scandal, and some of you are probably like, that's fucking boring, right? Um, But here's the thing, it'll be narrated by the guy who broke the scandal, so... If you haven't figured out yet, I love scandals and true crime. So I will be watching that information. Okay, let's move forward. So we've got got done pop culture, got done the show updates. What's the rant of the week, right? You're like, I'm probably just going to come in here and just knock your socks off. I'm not. I had a rant of the week and I forgot about it. Isn't that nice? Like, so what one of my friends always says is like, does it matter? Like, is it going to matter in like a couple of minutes? To me, I feel like, is it going to matter in 24 hours? Because I was hot about this, but now I don't even remember what I was going to say. So I don't have a rant. I don't. (laughs) I don't have a rant. So I've saved you guys. And I'm going to take a short break. And this week, we are going to talk about Real Housewives of Dubai, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, and the Kardashians. There was no new episode due to Memorial Day for Real Housewives of Atlanta. So buckle up, stay tuned, and we're going to get into it. All right. back so like here's the thing if you listen to the bonus episode and this is really bothering the fuck out of me I kept on saying the word controversial controversial and I'm like I got done recording I heard it again I was like controversial it's so irritating (laughs) when I forget how to pronounce words so I can't be a judgy bitch on here and not judge myself and go and correct myself I just want to put that out there. There's a lot of self-reflection over here, okay? There is a lot of self-reflection. So I just wanted to make it clear, actually know how to say the word. I read books. Sometimes I just don't know how to pronounce things. Anyways, let's roll into Real Housewives of Dubai. I don't know how many of you are actually going to be watching this, but if you... Are thinking like are you leaning towards a no I think you need to lean towards a yes why oh why is the most diverse cast of any housewife franchise is out of the country of the United States because once I go through the list of the ladies and then you will understand you'll be like damn that's a really diverse cast and so I am very proud of Bravo But can we do a little bit better here in the United States? Okay, that's all I got to say. Majority of my recaps this week are really going to be more leaning into my thoughts. And I'll probably be ranting a little bit more because I don't know what kind of mood I was in when I was watching a lot of these things. But I was like, damn, I got a lot of opinions. Hence why I have this podcast. But so I just want to just go with it. Okay. Okay. So Dubai, it is, everybody knows, and if everybody was very excited because Caroline Stanberry from Ladies of London is the main focal point. And then this first episode, you get to meet all of the ladies, but it's based around Caroline's hen party. Now in the British, hen parties are bachelorette parties. So we're all kind of leading up to her wedding to Sergio. So this is amazing. I think they did, um, the production company did an amazing job with the intros and just how the film looks of this whole episode, especially the beginning. The beginning was just amazing. So they're doing, they're going through all the ladies. First, we have Sarah. She's an Arab woman, divorced mother of one, and she's a tech entrepreneur And then you have I.N., she's Kenyan, married mom of one, and she's Dubai's first black supermodel. She's very sassy. Uh, I already mentioned Caroline. And then there's a lady named Nina. She's Lebanese-American, married mom of three. She's a mommy influencer and a CEO. And then there's another Carolyn, but instead of calling her Carolyn, I'm going to call her Brooks by her last name. She's a divorced mom of one. She's an entrepreneur and a spa enthusiast. And then you have Lisa. She's Jamaican-American, married mama three, maternity fashion designer. And let me tell you something. Every single one of these ladies are gorgeous. All of them are gorgeous. And there's maybe one that I'm like, you're not, I mean, you're not exactly like a 10, but whatever. Obviously, they have money and whatever. So... Let me tell you something. This is going to be a drama filled season because already going into the first episode, I don't remember which housewife went through the diagram of who's getting along with who, but just know Caroline Stanberry is not, she does not like Ian. They do not get along. And Ian doesn't get along with Brooks. And. Lisa sometimes gets along with Brooks. I mean, the diagram is just kind of weird. So it's interesting. It's like watching like a genetic type trail, but of diagram of friendships. So I do appreciate that, that they're not coming in here acting like they're friends with everybody. They're literally tolerating each other. And Caroline has not changed, except for the fact that a lot of people... Like notice how much more happier she is, and then why wasn't she her, her now husband gorgeous, he is handsome, y'all, but anyways, Ian is fluent in four languages, and she's just an African queen. um she's really sassy, so I feel like the temp that she receives from the audience is probably gonna be like you either like her or you don't like her, there will be no gray area with Ian There just won't. Um, the temper meter will probably go back and forth. You'll probably agree with some things that she says, and then you'll probably just won't agree. But she loves being the center of attention, and it comes out really quickly. Um, so, yeah, I don't think that I want everybody to be authentic, so if that's her authentic self, go for it. Next up, Uh, Caroline Stanberry's confessional looks are fire. (laughs) I mean, she's always kind of known how to to dress, and um, we've all missed her. How many times have we tried to get Ladies of London back on the network? Many times, right? Um, But I don't think all the ladies were down for that. But Caroline speeds us up on what her life has been like in Dubai, how she met Sergio, um, and how their life is like merging and how they weren't able to get married in Dubai because Caroline is Jewish and Sergio is Catholic. So in order for them to get married, they had to go to another country, get married in the other country, and then come back and like do all the celebrations since they have, they were flying people in to celebrate them. So yeah. Um, Nina, who is the Lebanese-American lady, her and Caroline are actually really good friends. And Nina's really good friends with Sarah as well. Um, so it was nice to see them and, you know, how they get along and stuff. It's it's nice to catch the temp. I think first episodes of any new season of Housewives is just a different temp than any normal or other re- episode that ever is like filmed or aired just for me like I honestly don't even care for first episodes unless you're really gonna bring some like good tea um, but I feel like for Dubai they they did a really good job I just I fucking loved it right they did a really good job on background and where people are come from so I'm just gonna keep rolling with it so Lisa She is the Jamaican-American mother of three. She's a maternity fashion designer. Um, Her husband's in finance. um, So they're wealthy. There you have it. They're wealthy. And where she met him was Miami. And, I mean, he's cute. He's cute. Um, Maybe I should say he's handsome. So, whatever. Um, And then we move on to from Lisa over to Brooke. And Brooke's a real estate agent. Uh, her story is going to be very interesting because she was, she's divorced now. Um, and when she was going through the divorce, she either had to make a decision to, she was, she was basically fighting for her child. Um, so I don't know if when she was stating that, if that she has full custody of her kid and that her kid doesn't even get to see his father. Like, his father was like, I don't want to have anything to do with it. Like, I don't know. So her story is going to be interesting. But she's the known messy person. So she's going to be bringing some fire. I think she will be the pot stirrer of the group. And Ian will also be the pot stirrer. But I think they're on two different levels of who stirring the pot. More so, it'll actually be pretty interesting. Um, I mentioned Ian and Caroline do not get along, it does come out in the episode, uh, it's very clear, they throw shade back and forth at each other. And from what I feel like, I feel like, and I can see it, Caroline can come off as a snob. Let's be completely honest part of the reason why people liked her in Ladies of London is because, like, you could she'll come like she'll step on your neck and she won't even care like it it's kind of like they kind of have the same personality but on different type of levels i think caroline Stanberry is a little bit more low-key down to earth than ian but they both are used to being the center of attention that's what i'll say and i i want to hear what you guys what your thoughts are on that because maybe i'm reading it wrong but there it's, it's different. Um, and then, you know, as I said before, this whole episode was basically around, um, leading up to Caroline's hen party. And first they had a first celebration on a boat and all the ladies, well, not all the ladies. i I think her, she listed it as her most important ladies or something was said about that. But she invited her closest friends because they can only have a certain amount of people on the boat. And so it turns out that Lisa and Brooke were invited. Um, and I believe Nina was invited. So it was Nina, Brooke, and Lisa were invited. Ian definitely wasn't invited. I don't know where Sarah was. Um, so that was like a whole thing. Caroline had a great time. Um. And then it was like the dinner table, the dinner scene where it was, it was Nina's party and an argument breaks out because why not? It's the housewives. <laughs> and so there was an issue that was brought up and it was just basically Ian was like, I right, you know, stop talking about it. I don't want you to talk about Caroline. I don't want to hear about the party that I wasn't invited to. Like that's rude. Like it's, it gets deep. But then there's like layers to the whole argument. Then, you know, Ian's kind of coming at Brooke. And then Brooke's coming back at IAN, And then, um, you know, there's just a lot of shade that's being thrown in between everybody. And so at that point in time, the episode's over. And they're kind of giving you an outlook of what the whole season's going to look like. Listen, I'm here for it. I am so here for it. It is... Right now, it's giving drama it's and I think every single lady's probably going to be mad at each other at one point in time and for a first season they're coming out of the blocks pretty good and I, I almost want to say and why should I compare it right like why should I compare Dubai's first season over anybody else's first season so I think I'm going to hold off on thinking that but I'm going to tell you this right now they're already coming through better than Salt Lake. And I don't think that that's like hard (laughs) to do. Salt Lake kind of came through the second season with all the drama that they have brought in. Um, but I don't know, it's going to be a good season. So I think everybody just needs to check it out. Let me know what you think and we'll just move forward. So I think I always like want to, I want to start off really, really easy, you know, and then I, I want to get to a point where I get like really opinionated and I feel like I'm opinionated with Beverly Hills right now. So these are pretty much comments that I've been thinking about. It is, and I know I'm skipping over an episode and the last episode Of course, we had to, you know, talk about the GD burglary for... And it's going to be talked about every single fucking episode. And I'm already tired. I'm already already exhausted. I'm already exhausted of Dorito. Like, I don't even want to hear anymore, right? Should I be like that? I probably shouldn't. So if you guys didn't notice, I'm talking about Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. We are moving into that. And first and foremost, I want to make a declaration... And the I hate that bitch award goes to Erica Jane this week. Um, She can't even fathom having compassion for the victims for her first and longest sugar dementia daddy, Tom. Like, I hate her. She's spineless. And people who actually ride for that delusional, fraudulent, and I really can't say that she's fraudulent because it's like, But you know what? Fuck that. I can say that she's fraudulent. And you know why I'm going to say that too? Even though that it's not her being charged. Like, yeah, she has some things going against her. She's fraudulent in using victims' money to still fund her fucking lifestyle. And it kills me when I read her thread on Twitter and see so many of these people riding that delusional train Just as bad as people ride the Teresa train. It's like, what the fuck is wrong with people? Like, Erica would even think twice if your ass was broke. She would never think about you. The bitch has zero compassion for anybody. It is all for one and one for all. And I can't stand it. Um, I just, I kind of just, I honestly wish someone would go the fuck off on Erica. Like, let those or what teeth come popping off. And if it was between Erica and I, oh no. I'd body slam her. (laughs) I just want and need someone to stand up to her in a way that makes her shut her whole entire ass up. Like, the way she just popping off at her mouth, the way she's coming for Sutton, last episode, this episode, like she's just trying so hard to still continue to talk down to Sutton in any which way possible, dig up any information as possible. And this is referring to the first scene of this episode when they're still at Kyle's um, house in Palm Springs and Crystal brings up something about Sutton and the comment that she made that we, we go through this whole episode, we don't know what Sutton says. We'll probably go through all of next episode without even knowing what Sutton says. Um but it's really interesting how in the news we Renna's been talking about what Kathy said and it and its insensitive comment or what she said, right? Which actually didn't we see a list of what Kathy said? And it was derogatory right okay so they're stating crystal is saying that sutton said an insensitive comment so while they're sitting on kyle's couches in the palm spring house we have erica just like begging crystal to tell her what sutton said and it was just like why would if crystal would have told her what sutton said I would have been so hot around the collar. I'm like, you just gave that bitch ammo. And Erica needs zero ammo. I need people to become locked and loaded with ammo to shut her the fuck up. I just, I, I can't stand her. I can't stand her. And, you know, when it comes to Crystal, I knew I, I said I wasn't going to talk about things from previous episode, but I kind of have to tie things in. The last episode, we have Crystal. She's feeling or yeah. They had a dinner party, they were sitting on the, uh, they're still in Palm, Palm Springs, they're sitting on the couch, and Crystal has mentioned like how she was feeling last year, how they made her feel, and she brings up this whole situation again, and so now it's like the morning after, and you know, she wants to talk about things, but she just doesn't want to talk about things, and it's just, it just gets weird. Because she never, like she tells people how she wants to feel and then she just wants the subject to be done, which I respect in a way, in a way. But when we want to talk about race relations with these ladies of Beverly Hills, and I'm going to be frank with all of you, I think it's amazing the cast has gotten more diverse, right? But Kyle, Dorito, Renna, like basically all of the white ladies miss the mark with understanding another person's point of view Yet they want immediate empathy for the shit they go through and the shit is tired. When it comes to Garcelle and it comes to Crystal, it's like everything goes over their head. They need to be sat down. They need to be talked to. And in this instance, it's like, I feel like, A, when it comes to Garcelle, she explains it well. When it comes to Crystal, she it's like she's on the planet Saturn and she's... Rolling around the fucking rings and she just can't get to this, the, the point, you know, the actual fucking planet itself. It's really, it pisses me off. But yeah, I feel like Kyle's being a pot stirrer, but can a pot stirrer have some self-reflection? Because I honestly feel like Kyle, like everything always comes back to how she feels, how, what she's doing. And it's just like, it ain't about you, Kyle. It's not about you or for Dorito for that matter right Um, I will say this about Beverly Hills though I mean they do a real good job of showing you their cards in the beginning of the season to let you know which topic they'll be draining the season and that award goes to Dorito and this fucking burglary that has traumatized her look I mean I don't deny that she has some PTSD from the whole situation right but she's leaning into this sympathy hard core to the point that i'm tired of hearing about it and what are we in the fucking third or fourth episode this is this listen i'm sorry and maybe i'm being a little judgmental but at this point in time i honestly don't care but i think it's weird to not put your alarm in a, on in a big, dumbass mansion when your protector, PK, is on business travel. I'm not victim shaming. Not at all. I don't want to make it seem like I am victim shaming. But I'm just stating the facts. It's weird that she didn't put on an alarm and she never puts on an alarm. Like I don't understand it. Y'all want to live in gated communities. You had lifetime specials about this shit that people break in. You had your friend Kyle. Kyle's house gotten broken into. You didn't learn from that? You didn't learn from it. And then on top of that, Doritos in this fucking episode making these wild statements that it's just like she wants people to be sensitive to her situation. Case in point, Sutton had like a whole, I don't know, she had an event at her at her shop. And Dorito gets out of the car with Kyle and she's like, there's press here. Why would Sutton have the press here? Uh, excuse me? <laughs> excuse me. Dear Dorito... The press was probably scheduled before your home got robbed. And honestly, would you have canceled your press for your clothing line if Sutton got robbed? No, you wouldn't have. And you know what Sutton would have done? She wouldn't have fucking showed up at your event if she was traumatized by something. Don't start with me. Because I can't. I literally fucking can't. Um, okay. Diana, Miss Bosnia, Miss Refugee. Do you see what we're doing here? Because every single episode she's reminding us that she was from Bosnia and she was a refugee. And I think that's very important for people to know and understand and all that jazz, right? Um, but... She's one moment talking about where she came from. And then the next moment, she's like, you know, she's just so wealthy that she hasn't been to a store to shop for herself in years. Yet she wants us to like bridge the gap and like compare those two things. Like she misses the mark. Now she says that she is allergic to dust. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to leave that one alone. I'm going to leave, I'm going to leave that alone because I could, I could really like, I could say something, but I'm just gonna, I'm gonna leave it alone. I think it's in my best interest to leave it alone. Um, we don't see much of Rena in this episode because she's going through it. Her mom, um, had a stroke, so she's, going to be with her mom she's basically telling i forgot what she was telling she was either telling dorito or she was telling kyle about her um, mom and how her mom had a directive basically saying she doesn't want to be resuscitated nothing so they're placing her mother in hospice right um so and then of course what does kyle do she ties it into like her talks about her and her mother how she was there for her at her end of life. And I was like, okay, Kyle, but again, this is not about you. It's literally about Renna, but you wrapped it around to be about you. Kyle's already exhausting. And again, what are we in like three or four episodes? Here we are. I do like Kyle though. I'm not going to say I don't, but some of the things that she does, she has like zero self-reflection for herself. And it's like, oh, Kyle, Kyle, Kyle like you know what i mean it's it's pretty crazy um not to flip back to dorito but on another note uh, pk um, has diabetes and for somebody like myself who borderlines on i don't even know what type i borderline on but all i know is that i have to work out to keep my sugar levels low and i'm a nightmare if my insulin is low like and i don't even have like i'm not a diabetic But when your doctor looks at you and says, hey, you know, bitch, you need to get it together. Um, Otherwise, you're going to have to be mm, stabbing yourself with a needle. I went to the gym. That's exactly what the fuck I did. Okay. But PK um, has diabetes. And he says, this is his statement. He wants to live a long life with Dorito. Yet he continues to chug Diet Coke. Good luck, dude. Like good the fuck luck you know what I mean has he ever seen the movie soul food do you know what happens when you have diabetes shit gets cut off your foot gets cut off something like that like Diet Coke is just I don't even know how people drink that shit I honestly don't and some of you are like oh, I love Diet Coke but here's the thing I'm gonna tell you a short story and then I'm gonna flip back into continue to talk about Beverly Hills back in the day when I was young and not a kid anymore I used to work for a restaurant a family restaurant the percolerk aka perkins and there will be several customers that would come in and they would drink diet coke like it is like water like they would be quenching they would be so quenching they would be thirsty for diet coke like the moment i would turn my head the cup would be empty right come to find out that they are recovering alcoholics so in my mind, after drinking it myself, I was like, what the fuck is up? Like, I love Coca-Cola, but Diet Coke, like, what's up? So I drank it, and I feel like Diet Coke tastes like Captain Morgan, and it clicked to me. <laughs> that is why recovering alcoholics, I don't know what their poison was, but I was like, if, if Captain Morgan was your poison, then I understand why you're addicted to Diet Coke. But PK... PK, your house just got robbed and you're over here like drinking Diet Coke like it's water. I'm going to need you to slow down and be there for your family because diabetes is real, okay? Diabetes. um, Yeah. <laughs> okay. So then we have Sutton. Sutton's Southern Side is coming out more and more throughout these episodes, and I'm loving it. I feel like her first season, she was timid. The second season, she was coming out of her shell a little bit more. And I think right now, she's out. Like, she, this is her, and I love to see it. And I'm leaning into it. I love Sutton. I think what she says and how she thinks and... You know, she's very honest about things. But I again, I would be with Garcelle if what she said was very, very insensitive. I want to hear what she has to say. I, nobody's off the table from me liking them or or not liking them. I'm except for Erica, that bitch. Uh-uh. Nope. Um, Let's see here. So I keep telling you about the insensitive comment that's unspoken, brought up circled around again like i mean we're literally rolling around saturn right but we're just not hitting the middle part and we're never going to hit the middle part and kyle has tried because crystal is the one that brought it up right she mentioned it about this insensitive comment. so now everybody's eager and rightfully so it's like teasing somebody calling one of your girlfriends or just somebody and be like hey girl i gotta tell you something and then not telling them <laughs> You got to tell them, like, you can't just open up the fucking gate and then just slam it in their face. Like, you can't do that. That's rude. But that is like what Crystal's do- doing. She's like dangling this information in front of everybody's face and like waiting for them to, you know, let go of it now. Like, it's it's weird. And so first, Kyle, they're at Sutton's party and Kyle mentions it um, to Crystal and um actually I take it back Kyle mentions it to Sutton and well Kyle and then to Garcello mentioned it to Sutton and then Sutton's like you bitches are always talking behind my back and then they go and sit down on the couch and Kyle and Garcello are having a conversation Crystal walks up they start probing her then all the other ladies come around and I will say this about Crystal um I do appreciate that she has a backbone. Um, that she, especially with her integrity, how she's standing on her own, she's not going to let anybody, like, push her down or anything. I like that. But on the flip side, girl, if you don't want to talk about something, what do we say it all together now. Then you don't bring it up. You leave the shit alone. You let that shit die, okay? But she didn't. So anyways, I've spent a lot of time on this episode. Next week's episode, the ladies go on a trip, her Doritos invite, and Crystal and Sutton's discussion um, gets brought back up again. Now, you're probably thinking, when did this discussion happen? This discussion happened last season when like, Crystal, Sutton, Kyle, and I believe Garcelle were in No, it wasn't Garcelle. Garcelle wasn't there, but Crystal. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. Garcelle, Crystal, Sutton, and Kyle were in the kitchen after a late night and they were talking about race relations. That's what we're talking about. Now we'll see how next week goes. I have a feeling that Crystal is going to start crying and rightfully so. I hope you learned your lesson. You know what I mean? But anyways, I'm going to take a short break and then I'm going to come back and we're going to go through the Kardashians. Stay tuned. Hey. Um, okay. Before I move forward and talk about Kardashians, there was something that I forgot to mention that if you watch the episodes, you will understand when I say this. Um, Why didn't Kyle lock up her dogs when they were eating dinner Um, in the previous, not this week's episode, but last episode? Why didn't she lock up her dogs? And I don't mean like locked up. I mean like put them outside or place them in a room where they're not around people who are eating on low seated couches where your untrained dog can come up and just snatch things off your plate. That really drove me nuts, and so it kind of reminds me of work potlucks where Susie brings in a um <laughs> a dish from home, but you don't know what Susie's house looks like, so you're just kind of going in blind, trying to black out, and not even think about it. That's what I thought about, like Kyle's house is pristine because she has housekeepers, but how pristine is it? It may look pristine. But these dogs are everywhere. Everywhere. They have no home training. And that's a problem. And I just wanted to say that. Let's roll into the Kardashians. Push. Okay. (laughs) I don't have much for you for this episode. Although I really, really did like it. I'm really eager to roll into next week. Because you know what next week is? The bomb is now dropped. Chloe's going to find out that her rekindled romance with her baby daddy, she like gets another scene of how trash he is. Because the scandal gets released, you guys. And I'm looking forward to that. I don't want to see Chloe hurt. But how many fucking times can your baby daddy show you how trash he is? You'll hear me say it this week and I'll probably say it next week. Tristan is trash. And honestly, Tristan looks like he's been hit buy a bag of quarters, nickels, pennies and dimes. I can't. I'm not not interested. Anyways, this episode we start off with Courtney letting everybody know that she's finished her cleanse and it's the 12-day no sex um and other stuff. And she did a yoni cleanse, which I'm a little bit shocked that she did that. And a lot of you're like, what's a yoni cleanse? It's basically when you sit on the toilet and you steam your cookie. Okay, so she did that. Oh, um, well, yeah, like, live your life. She's so organic now. Like, I wonder if she smells like patchouli. Is it patchouli? Patru- Here's another word. Fuck. <laughs> Here's another word. Uh, patchouli. There you go. Whew. Saved by the bell. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man! I'm fucked up. Um, okay, next, Poosh is doing a collaboration <laughs> with a goop. It's so exhausting. Has anybody been to the Poosh website? Has anybody leaned into that? I've been to the Poosh website once and seen what she like does. I feel like it's almost like any other website when somebody's trying to drive you to like try new things or good for her. If Courtney's happy, then I'm happy for her. She's obviously married now to Kratis, uh, Travis. So I'm, I'm just happy for Courtney because it's been a long time since we've seen that smile and I can't say it enough. So very happy for her. Um, Chloe. Chloe 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 her new mansion is amazing okay out of all the sisters I love her house and organization the most but let's be honest how much of that food candy goes to waste how much do you think that she allows her nieces and nephews nephews to come over and just rage Like, just to get rid of the shit? Like, that's what I wonder. Does she give it away to the cleaning service, the lawn service? Like, what does she do? Because although it looks so amazing by view, and if you haven't seen how organized she is, go ahead and lean into the home edit episode on Netflix. Chloe has OCD, uh, so she's very particular about it, and I'm all for it, except for the fact that when she shows her long nails then I want to take one of those long nails and scratch her eyes out because they're just too damn long. Um, but yeah, I do wonder how much of that food and candy goes to waste or hopefully she drops it off to the homeless or shelters that will, you know, need it. Not to say that all of that shit is healthy, but huh, that's a lot of fucking food. A lot of food. Um, I did enjoy... Moving on, I did enjoy watching Kim and Chris talk about co-parenting and the conversation that Mason had had with North towards having, like, a stepfather um, and how it's not so bad. You know, that's just eaten away at Scott. It has to be. It has to be. Like, do you really want your kid to like the person that you're... um, the so-called love of your life is now like married to would you want that I don't think Scott wanted that but you know what this ain't about Scott but I'm very happy that Mason's like maturing into this kid and I just love that him and North have this relationship and that they can have this conversation and I'm so happy that Kim was there to witness it because Kim has been it's just I don't know what it is. Maybe it's because this is like a different type of filming of the show. It's a docu, what do we call it? Losing it in my head. But they can interact with the cameras now versus when they were over on E, they weren't interacting with the cameras. But I do really like that. I feel like they're laid back. I feel like this whole breakup between Kim and Kanye has done her well. I feel like she's embracing who she is, and she's really happy with like Pete. And this episode, we get to you know see the like evolution of her and Pete and how they got together, and and then we get to see her bomb ass new plane that she. Kim is rich, rich like Kim is disgustingly rich, but she has really good taste when it comes to things. So I. I can't knock it. Not to mention that she's going to be on the cover of Sports Illustrated. And I, she plugged the fact that it, she's going to be the first 40-plus Armenian woman to be on the cover of Sports Illustrated. So, I don't know. I just love Kim's vibe this year. It's it's nice. Um, yeah. I love it. That's pretty much what the episode was about. Next episode will be fire. Um yeah, you guys, it's been a lot. I'm so glad I'm back. Um, this was a jam-packed week. I think we hit like over an hour. <laughs> so I hope y'all enjoyed vibing with me. Make sure to tell your friends who love reality TV and random-ish to hop on the vibe with Victrain. And if you haven't already... Leave a rating on either Apple or Spotify's platform. Either way, I appreciate y'all so much. Until next time, stay classy.